and welcome to the Round 6 edition of the Supercoaches Box, the official Supercoach podcast. My name's Gilbert Gardner and I'm joined here in the bunker by Ben Higgins, the guru himself. And we have a big out, Higo. There are outs everywhere, but this is a monster. And you thought Nat 5 was bad. The, the, the conjure just continued, Gil. It's amazing how many outs we've got this week. We have got so many outs and the major, major out is one Alastair Payton. Our spiritual leader, oh, he's not really the spiritual leader, is he? He's no, the, official leader, the official leader. The official leader of the Supercoaches box. And he's, on, he's gone missing. He's AWOL. He's, he's thrown the toys out of the cot. He's, he just can't score well anymore. He's languishing somewhere in the 20,000s, he go, and uh, he's just left. But I think we, we might expect a uh, comeback from Big Al next week. Uh, there's plenty of outs at Port Adelaide, and Richmond might actually win a game. Richmond might actually win a game. Well, speaking of those outs, I tell you what, the outs are huge, listeners, huge. Robbie Gray, hamstring, bang. See you Two later. Two to three weeks, Gil. Two to three weeks. I tell you what, you'd be tearing your hair out if you had Robbie Gray. Matthew Lobby dropped, and it's sort of a bit of a, a fun, I don't want to call it funny, because Lobby's really stinking it up there at Port Adelaide. But he was on uh, in a lot of Supercoach teams early in the season, and, and especially in the preseason. He's been dropped, so uh, Ken Hinckley's just said, see you later. Chad Wingard out, concussion. Of course, the dogs, your dogs. Matty Suckling gone with an ankle. That's not ideal. Sad news. Sad news. Uh, Nat Fife, of course, we knew he's uh, he's broken that leg again and basically out indefinitely. Who knows when we'll see him? So trade, trade, trade. Michael Johnson, a hamstring. Angus Brayshaw. Now this is a this is a weird one. He's been uh, omitted or, or managed or omitted. It's a bit of an odd one there for, uh, for the D's. I'm not uh, sure. Had a bit of an interrupted preseason, and I think they just wanted to give Petraka a go. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it's the second time, though. Tom Lee, now this was a monster. <laughs> he was one of the most popular selections in this week, and Tom Lee has been dropped here. How good dropped. is the reverse trade button, just quietly? We we brought it in two or three seasons ago, and it is a godsend. Well, I'll tell you what. I was trying to log into my Supercoach team earlier, and the, the actual site may have crashed. I don't know whether that's because everyone is reversing those trades, but Tom Lee, that is a disappointment. Paddy McCartan's been managed. Devin Smith, the Giants. Good, good young midfield forward, knee injury, he's out. Alex Rance, of course, the brain explosion, mm. he's been suspended two weeks. Don't trade him, for goodness sake. You go, put him on your bench, just leave him there. Hopefully you've got a bit of cover, maybe a D or a Hartley, uh, Weedering, yep. someone like that. But yep. do not trade Alex Rance, listeners. Do not trade Alex Rance. Speaking of defenders, Tom Ruggles. Now, he's been uh, managed as well, so that's think- a bit... This was maybe the biggest shock in the office uh, when we saw Ruggles was out. And uh, I know thousands of people brought him in last week and the week before. So, yeah, huge news there. Huge news. Corey Gregson uh, from Geelong as well, he's been dropped. Adam Saad, he's out with that hip problem. He he suffered it during the North Melbourne loss or the loss to North Melbourne. um, And he's been out. Michael Rishkatelli gone with a shoulder. Ted Richards, cheekbone, which which sees in the the debut of Aaliyah Aaliyah. Up in Sydney, Travis Varco, hamstring injury sustained in Anzac Day. Charlie Kerno, a bit of an illness, a bit disappointing for the young fella. And Dylan Buckley is another out for the Blues. Now, here you go. Who are some of the ins this week? And they, they come up with a pretty big name out in the West. Yeah, so uh, there was some carnage in the outs, Gil, but uh, there's some blessings and some silver linings in the ins. Plenty of debutants to run through right now. Uh, but first of all, a big name, David Mundy is Ooh, back for Fremantle. Nice. So that's perfect timing for them with the untimely uh, injury to Nat Fife. Connor Blakely is back for his second game of AFL footy, a $159,000 mid. Now, if he can get some game time, this is his first game in 2016, so still has a couple of weeks before the bubble, but uh, keep an eye on him. They really rate uh, Blakely too, so let's, it is worth He's a bit, a bit pricey, that 159 is pricey, but he's certainly one that the Dockers like. Absolutely. Now, speaking of keeping an eye on this man, Christian Petraka. Oh, 
Here we go. Now, I've had him since round one, but Ooh. there'll be plenty of people jumping on this week, even though he's never played a game and uh, in the coming two weeks. Well, here you go. We've said this before. This is called the, uh, the Josh Glenn rule. Now, Indeed. this week he'll go well, and everyone's going to jump. If you haven't jumped on, on him this week, he'll, people will jump on them in their droves next week. Mm-hmm. But the savvy super coach players, the shrewd sh- super coach players, will wait two weeks for Petrarca. Yep. Completely agree there, Gil. Uh, speaking of uh, debutants, Kieran Lovell at Hawthorne. Uh, $126,000 mid or uh, and forward. Uh, so, an uh, interesting one at Hawthorne. I think they might just be giving him a taste of the big time. Kicked five goals in the VFL a few weeks ago. Jade Gresham is back at St. Oh. Kilda. Now, this is his bubble week. Ooh. So, if you've still got him, sit tight and just see how he goes this week. I definitely wouldn't be jumping on at 144000 Brett Delidio. Oh, oh, the this is why This is why Al's not here, because he's just gone home to celebrate Brett Delidio's return to football. Keep it clean, Higo. Sorry. Uh, Nathan Cracker and Jared Pollock are back at North Melbourne. Now, I'm very excited by this. Dougal Howard is Ooh. back for his second game at Port Adelaide. A Wagga Tigers man. Shout out to my former club up there in Wagga. He's going to play the number one ruck role because of Lobby's omission. Oh boy. And uh, could go quite nicely. I think he scored well in his first game, so just keep an eye on him. A 123 forward, uh, just FYI. Uh, Lockie Henderson returns for Geelong. Dion Prestia faces a fitness test, but should return for Port, uh, for Gold Coast. Ryan Davis. Mm. Ryan Davis is back. Now there's some bench cover for some of those people out there. And uh, Mackenzie Willis will make his debut $117,000 mid-forward. Uh, Alir Alir, as we have uh, we've said already, is is in for Ted Richards, Ben Keysgill. Oh. Now, he is an absolute ball magnet at the NEFL level, uh, racked sh- up incredible numbers at the under-18s. Yeah, look, he showed a fair bit in the NEFL, and I guess he's basically knocked down the door for to make his debut. He, he's certainly an interesting one, one I wouldn't be rushing in again. I am very mindful of getting on debutants in Supercoach until at least they've played a couple of games. So, uh, look, certainly watch and see. Mm. And, uh, look, you know, he could be, uh, you know, a, a definite downgrade target if he if he plays his cards right. Now, the news out of Brisbane is he's going to play a bit of a defensive forward role, so that That's could not be an issue. Either. Uh, Collingwood, Tom Langdon, Tim Broom had a back. Nick Graham, my man at Carlton, returns. Oh, your boy. Not that he is in Champagne Footy's lineup anymore, just quietly. James Polkinghorne. Now, this is a big one, Gil. Please. James Hol- Polkinghorne, 123, top-up Essendon. Uh, midfielder, mm. uh, racks him up at uh, the VFL level. Yeah, did was, the same at the NEFL level too before was, he got axed from Brisbane Lions. True, was best on ground in the uh, the game before Anzac Day and uh, expect him to go quite nicely. Mm. Uh, Jonathan Simkin and Ryan Crowley also back. And finally, Thomas Cole at West Coast, $117,000 defensive mid, or defender mid, I should say, dual position. Uh, another one to keep an eye on in the coming weeks. Well, there's a lot of ins and outs there, Higo, but the important thing is, and we've both uh, have done a shift on the Supercoach chat at Superfooty this afternoon. It's very correct. And one of the questions that has just kept coming up, who am I going to do for five? Five, five, five. Everyone's tearing their, hairs, their hair out. We're hearing names like Pendlebury, Parker, Selwood, Ward, Prittis, Mitchell, Hanabry. Any of those float your boat, uh, Higo? Mate, uh, as you said, I answered uh, numerous questions on this topic, and uh, my advice was just just pick one. Just pick you can't one. go wrong, mate. They're all in top 10 well, mids or something like well, that. We'll see whether we can go wrong. You seriously can't go wrong with any of those blokes. I mean, just throw a dart, pick one, and uh, whichever your prefer- preference is. Look, I think Pendles, has, he, he's the, he's the, uh, the wild card for me, Higo. Uh, he's had a bit of a slow start to the year, but he's a proven 120 average 
kind of player. A and Hall of Famer in the Supercoach world. A Hall of Famer in the Supercoach world. And I think, for me, that is the type of player you need to replace Fife. Fife is not some Johnny-come-lately mm-hmm. sort of rising star career year type guy. Fife is a Brownlow medalist. You need to have a player that is capable of churning out 120s week in, week out. And I'm looking at Pendles. Parker would have been my first choice, but I've already got Parker. So for me, it's Pendles. Selwood's the other one, I think. And I think Ward. Now, the way the GWS are going, I think Ward could be a sneaky a sneaky one there. Now, here you go, the captaincy. This is the important thing. And talk about Fife. I think you were one of these people. A lot of people last week went Fife captain and paid the ultimate price. Now, who are some of the options this week? Todd Goldstein, here you go. Friday Night Lights. This is vice-captain loophole captaincy extraordinaire. Todd Goldstein head-to-head with... <coughs> Sorry, listeners. Tom Campbell. Can you believe and, it? And Jordan Ruffhead. Oh, now, we're... those two boys were dominant against Steph Martin, who is the who started the year as the second-best uh, ruckman in Supercoach. So yeah, well. just keep a lid on it there, Gil. I know the head wobble is starting to get a little bit too large, even for this small space. Well, but uh, last year, under it is Friday true. Night. I think uh, if you if I recall correctly, last time the Kangaroos played a Friday night game, Todd Goldstein might have scored around 100, 202. Well, that's what I was about to come up to before you uh, rudely interrupted me, Higo. Exactly <laughs> right. He absolutely <laughs> took Sean McKernan to the cleaners on a Friday night against Essendon at the time. So, uh, look, I think Goldie, I think that is a lay-down misere, listeners. Vice-captain Goldie and move on. He could go monstrous. He scored 120-odd in his last couple of weeks, and he's gone no worries at all. So I think he's your vice-captain, Monty. Sam Mitchell versus GWS, I'm not sure. Gary Ablett, 126 versus Geelong, and that's his average in his last three games. And he's also had 160 in his last game against the Cats. Now, Gaz had a bit of an issue with his calf lower leg against the Roos. Do you think he's that, is that going to play a factor, do you think, this week? No, I wouldn't have thought so. The sons of uh, AOK'd him. I think he's good to go. He had a burst blood vessel yeah, or something in his calf. along those lines in his calf. So uh, he loves the Cattery, mate. Uh, that's his home, his spiritual home, and expect him to go large against the Cats. I think Selwood and Dangerfield, I think that's, that's a lottery. Uh, Selwood's got 154 last year against the Suns. He's going as well as anybody, so that would be a good one. Now, if you get to Sunday and you're in big trouble, no, here you go. Hang on. Here goes no, pointing just, in his direction. What would you like? Just wait on, mate. Uh, just quietly, you've left possibly the second-best vice-captaincy choice after Todd Goldstein off the run list. Have I? Max Gorn. Oh, yes. Max Gorn on yes. Saturday morning, or early afternoon, one ten against St Kilda, will just run rampant. Mm. Rampant, I tell you. So if you don't have Goldie and you do have Gorn, stick the VC on him. Yes, now that's very good, Higo. I'm glad that you interrupted the podcast to uh, to inform us about that. And, of course, Sunday. Yes. If all of your captaincy, vice-captaincies go out the window, Sunday we've still got a few outs up our sleeves. We've got Hanabry from the Swans. Of course, Luke Parker. His past three against the Lions have been interesting, Higo, and I wouldn't be rushing on him. 77, 102, and 92 for Luke Parker. That is a massive surprise just quietly. So that's that's a bit of a worry there. So I wouldn't necessarily look at Parker, but Hanabry's a certain contender. Yep. Matt Prittis. He's another one. And the other one, this, this really troubles me, Higo. He was almost the guidance. I know we're almost getting to the guidance. <laughs> but still, side bottom, the amount of people that are flocking to side bottom really concerns me. Two things, Higo. One thing, he's not playing Essendon every week. True. Two things, he's not going to be kicking four goals every week either. So, also true. So, Sidey, I don't want to say he's a downhill skier, but I tell you what, he seems to go pretty well against the average side. So he's 125 average last three against the West Coast Eagles. He could be one, I guess, if, you, if you're willing to go with that hot form. He's got 166 last week, Higo. He did, mate. Uh, no, I can't, I can't agree with you that uh, Sidey's a downhill skier. 
He's a uh, absolute uh, Monty to score 100 basically every week for Collingwood. But I think uh, out of that game, Matthew Prittis is definitely one to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we've seen this year that his home versus away form is vastly different, and he's an absolute superstar over there at Subiaco. He is, but here you go. The reality of the situation is the podcast has been going for about 12 minutes, and most of, our listeners, to get to that time. most of our listeners are waiting for one thing. One thing only. They don't care about the ins and outs. They could get that anywhere else on Twitter. You can get them on uh, Superfooty website. Yes, the ins and outs. So. The ins and outs are everywhere you go. But what our listeners are waiting for is the guidance, and the guidance is in hot form. I'm really looking forward to this, Gil, because I think this, knowing what you're going to say, could be the week. Now, it hurt me last week that you just destroyed Zach Merritt. Zach Merritt. And this man is not in my team, so feel free to just uh, fire away, but well, I listeners, will laugh heartily. Well, listeners, this is what Higo said last week. I am 4-0 for 2016. I've barely missed a guidance in two years of Supercoach Podcast, and this week I'm going even higher. Last week it was Zach Merritt. He was the number 12th ranked player in the competition overall. Superb start to the season, but he, uh, he was found wanting on the big stage on Anzac Day. This week I'm going to the number 7 here you go. Number oh, seven ranked player in Super Coach. This Should is I give unheard you a of. of some sort? This is unheard of. This person has got a break even of 121, which is quite gettable. Yeah, absolutely. Especially when you consider his average for the season, here you go, is 119 points. So you can see where I'm going, can't you? The guidance this week Sam Mitchell, Hawthorne Hall of Famer. Wow. To be Sam Mitchell. He's averaging 119. He, I tell you what, he he's the sixth most popular selection this week mm. to replace the likes of Fife, yep. potentially Gray now that people are, yep. uh, are panicking with Gray. Absolutely. Now, as far, he's, he's the sixth most popular selection. Of course, that includes a couple of people higher than him, are Burn Jones and Petrarca. I don't know what people are thinking. Don't be getting them in. You've missed the boat on Burn Jones yep. and Petrarca. Just let's wait and see two games. Yep. So out of the premiums, the elite players that we assume people are replacing the likes of Fife, it goes Parker, tick. Yep. Dangerfield, Big tick. tick. Mitchell, monster cross. Oh, boy. The man is 54 years old. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, he go. He's averaged 119. Can I, he has never averaged 119 into all of his career. Is that right? That's right. This is his career high. Oh, wow. At the age of 54, he's operating at career high standards. I'll tell you what, listeners, you are in for a bit of a disappointment. And it's not some lay-down Mazaire. He's playing GWS this week. Up there at the, uh, what do they call it, Spotless Stadium, the, Spotless. the best footy stadium to watch football. <laughs> I think we're all having a giggle at yes, that. Yes, we, we? Were, we were when we saw that. So Sam Mitchell, listeners, is this week's guidance. I think Sam might struggle. They're a bit quick up there on the, uh, the GWS. He's going to be doing a lot of chasing. He'll be doing a lot of chasing. He might also have a little bloke called Tom Scully nipping at his heels as well mm-hmm. in a bit of a defensive role in that midfield. So I think Sam Mitchell is a grave danger, grave, grave danger. I can't see him averaging 119 for the remainder of the year. So if you're getting someone, if he's your replacement for Fife, you're in serious trouble. I think he might have a downer this week. And, of course, I expect his average to plateau somewhere just over 100 by the end of the year. So I'm not really sure he's a keeper. He might be one of those point of difference midfielders late. But I think it's a danger move this week, Higo, to have someone like Sam Mitchell. I think we've seen the last three weeks in real-life footy, Gil, that it's uh, dangerous potting the Hawks. And uh, you have certainly entered the Lions' den. I think the Lions' den. That's a three-minute guidance, by the way, Higo. That went for a while. That was pretty impressive. Now, listeners, that's all we have time for today. The Super Coaches Box, the podcast, it's all done and dusted. And we we have sharpened our pencils and we are ready to go for this round of matches. 
Make sure to keep an eye on Superfooty for all the latest breaking news for selections and otherwise injuries. Of course, there's also the Supercoach app for all the live scores as well. Don't forget, if Supercoach is too hard for you, why don't you try our other easy game, Perfect Nine, the jackpot. Here you go. $50,000. Is there another five from you this week, Gil? No, no five from me. So what you have to do with that, perfect nine, of course, pick the highest scoring player from every game. Nine games, the highest scoring player. If you can pull that off, $50,000 coming your way. We'll be back next week. Until then, thanks for joining us on the Supercoaches Box, the official Supercoach podcast.